0: Pull up a stool and join us. 585 866 4FAN 866 4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on The Sports Leader 95.7 FM
1: and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. All right, he's our ears and eyes at Buffalo Bills practice today in Orchard Park as they prepare for week two of the preseason. Bills Digest, Batavia Daily News, Alex Brasky joining us in the Sports Bar. Alex, if we can go back to Saturday, I wanted to get your favorite overreaction from the win over Indianapolis. Well, first of all, thank
2: you for having me, gents. I appreciate it. I was not in attendance on Saturday. had to watch the game via the tube the old-fashioned way, which we will all do the next couple of weeks as the Bills are on the road. But I think my overreaction is, probably the same as everybody's overreaction. Andy Isabella getting a chance to show himself in a game situation with the Bills and boy, did he show well and he impressed so much that he's gotten a few reps with Josh Allen early this week in practice and perhaps uh, being given a good opportunity to crack that final 53 man roster.
0: Well, I mean the, the place for Andy and Isabella, right? They really like Hardy, right? I would think so. He would be the understudy. So I mean, I'd love to have Andy Isabella as the as a practice squad wide receiver. So if you're, you know, just kind of going over the wide receivers on this team, okay, it's Davis and Diggs. We know that Diggs one, Davis two. You you have and we're I, Khalil Shakir, maybe your fifth. Sherfield's your slot guy. I mean, how would you you break out the wide receiving core here? And, and you think Isabella actually has a shot here?
2: Yeah, I think it's. Certainly a small chance that he has to crack the 53-man roster, but him being thrust in with Josh Allen during practice certainly makes me think that he may have a, a better opportunity than he did when he was signed early on in training camp, and he's really impressed over the past several weeks. I really think it comes down to him, Khalil Shakir, and Justin Shorter. Perhaps one of those three will be the odd man out in that situation right now. It seems like it'll be Isabella, but still two games left of the preseason for him to show himself.
1: Damian Harris back on the field today, Alex. How do you look?
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see much of Damian Harris. They did participate in team drills. I'm not sure if he got a chance to participate in those. They usually take things slowly with these guys with the injuries, but certainly a good sign that he's back out there. Sean McDermott said from the very start that he didn't think it was anything serious. And with a player that has an injury history such as Harris's, You certainly want to take things slow, and it it looks like that's what they did in his case, but certainly good to get him back out there. Several other players out there, I heard you mention the update. Jordan Phillips participated in team drills for the first time during training camp, so that's a positive sign as well. Terrell Bernard out there working with athletic trainers as he tries to make his way back from a hamstring injury. A lot of minor bumps and bruises, minor tweaks for the Bills, but I don't think nothing of, of major concern. Uh, at this point,
0: yeah, we're talking to Alex Brasky, Batavia Daily News, and Bills Digest, uh, who was out in Buffalo today. So, are we ready to? Well, if Bernard, if he's not practicing fully, I can't imagine him being ready to go. Uh, you know, and we don't get the practice reports like we would in the regular season. Alex, as far as probability for Saturday night, but I guess my question is: Are we close to calling the middle linebacker competition here for Tyrell Dodson?
2: Uh, I'm not so sure. I don't think that Bernard is going to get a chance to suit up this weekend. I think it's going to be a little bit of a prolonged recovery for him. Hamstring, those soft tissue injuries, certainly tend to take a little bit more time than others. But I wouldn't count out A.J. Klein in this, in this situation. I don't think Tyrell Dodson has done enough to really put a stranglehold on the position, and I think that's why Terrell Bernard has hung around in the competition for as long as he has. He also hasn't really flashed as much as I'm sure the team would have wanted him to over the past several weeks, but A.J. Klein, a steady veteran, now perhaps getting more of an opportunity to work in with that first team as the middle linebacker with Baylen Spector also now out due to injury, so I don't know. Never know with A.J. Klein popping his head back into contention. The old Trusty veteran, and you know how Sean McDermott and company like themselves, some old trusty
1: veteran. Alex, I uh, I'm concerned about the depth on the offensive line for the Buffalo Bills, and I don't think it's just exclusive to the Bills. I think this is a league wide issue where you just don't have a lot of depth on the offensive line, and it feels like it's an annual occurrence where somebody in the Bills' roster just retires midway through the Mm -hmm. preseason, Brandon Schell being the latest just yesterday. What's your take on swing tackle, on the guys that'll be stepping up in the event that that there's an injury to Dawkins or to Brown?
2: Yeah, certainly an item of concern for the Bills. Haven't liked what I've seen from David Questenbury. He was a steady force, within the Bills lineup last year as they endured several injuries, but he battled injury himself and certainly seems to be suffering some effects from some lasting ailments from last year, or perhaps just doesn't have what it takes to compete with the first team when he's been thrust in there. And I certainly, like I said, I think that's an item of concern for the Bills. I think they may have to look outside with the retirement of shell to bring in some more depth at that position, but, you have some players like Vandermark who showed well in the preseason game and, and uh, a few other depth players that make it an increased opportunity with Shell out of the rotation. But it's certainly concerning when you look at the Bills' depth in the entirety of the offensive line room, not just at twin tackle, but I would say inside as well.
0: Alex Brasky, Batavia Daily News builds digest. Our guest here. This is going back a, a question we had uh, when the team was here at Fisher. And I don't know if we have the answer to this. Uh, as uh, you spoke to Taylor Rapp today, he got in front of reporters. We had him on the show back uh, when they were at Fisher, and to me. The way Sean McDermott's going to use rap, it's a big mystery. Like Nobody's really kind of giving you a plan, which I understand. Uh, did we learn anything since Fisher here about the, the Bills' plans here for the safety, who, by the way, had seven tackles in a Super Bowl win over the Bengals, so we know the guy can play in this league, Alex.
2: Right, we certainly didn't learn anything through our discussions with Taylor Rapp after practice. It seemed like he almost went out of his way to say he wasn't even sure how the team was going to utilize him, I find that a bit hard hard to believe this far into training camp that he doesn't have any idea how the team is going to use him. But certainly, probably, uh, or, or probably, excuse me, some some gamesmanship there from Rap and the team. A new player thrust into that defense, and someone who I believe is going to be uh, playing a big role in that defense. Maybe trying to keep that under wraps and, and keep it a mystery, as you said, but. I don't think there's been much gained in terms of learning how Taylor Rapp will be used, but I believe his versatility, as he mentioned throughout his comments today, that's his strength. He can play at multiple levels of the defense. He can come up and hit you. He can also play in coverage, and he can move around. And I think that's how Sean McDermott will ultimately use Taylor Rapp. And another player who I think I've mentioned to you before, Taron Johnson, I think both of those players will be critical players within then the Sean McDermott defense being utilized in different ways.
1: Alex Brasky, Bill's Digest, Batavia Daily News, joining us in the sports bar with danger and Bataglia on the fan. We got Tyler Matakavich back on the field, activated from PUP earlier this week. So boost for the bills, special teams unit, leaving just Vaughn Miller as the lone Buffalo bill on the physically unable to perform list. Has anything changed in terms of his availability and when we might see him? Could we still see him as early as week one, Alex, what are you hearing?
2: It certainly hasn't been ruled out, but at the same time, nothing has really changed uh, w- with that uh, situation in, in terms of Von Miller's injury. He was, I believe I saw him out at practice today, just wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and a baseball hat, just watching from the side. But we've seen him periodically throughout training camp, working with athletic trainers, perhaps ramping it up a bit throughout training camp, but certainly not taking any significant step as far as putting on a Jersey and getting out there running through drills with his teammates. So it, it's too hard to tell right now, whether or not we'll see him week one, but I, I would say as time goes on, I think the chances get less and less. Where, where did I place it before? Did I place it at, at 50, 51, I, I think we're at fifty one fifty. Alex, I think was uh, your math right, on that. Right, right, right. That was my initial <laughs> math. I, I, I did correct myself. If I do remember though, Gene, I, I did quickly correct, but I, I think I'd place it probably at 65-35-65 at being we don't see him week one at this point, and maybe it's trending a little bit in that direction, but then again, it hasn't been ruled out, and everyone consistently says this guy's a freak of nature, so who knows?
0: Yeah, uh, Alex, someday you'll be the the Mayor Batavia, I think. You do so much for, for Genesee County. What is it like? Having Jim Kelly's event coming into uh, you know, your town every year for that, you know, and just kind of having those celebrities in Batavia, and you were out there. What uh, what did you could take away from it? What can you kind of share from this year's uh, golf tournament?
2: Well, I'll tell you one thing. My my favorite part was seeing some of my colleagues from Buffalo having a taste of my medicine, having to make the trip in. To Batavia for an event rather than me consistently making the trip out to Buffalo to cover practice or the games, etc. A little bit of heavy lifting for a couple of my colleagues. I'm not sure they're they're as used to the the long drive, but mm. it's certainly it's certainly a thrill for me to cover it every year to see some of these guys that I was probably too young to fully enjoy their Super Bowl run. But certainly knowing the legend of Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly and Andre Reid, although he wasn't there this year, is typically there. And Steve Tasker is there every year. And Bill Polian also is there. Chris Berman, another big celebrity. It's it's certainly a thrill. Batavia doesn't really get a shine too often. But whenever that tournament comes to town, the entire Bills community certainly focuses on Batavia for at least a day. And it's really exciting. Thurman Thomas brought up a good point. It's been great to see... Jim Kelly and and his his staff of people uh, keep this thing going for so long. And it's going to be interesting to see if anybody within the current organization can kind of create a reunion-based atmosphere as he has with his golf tournament with the current team moving forward once Kelly's not able to carry that forward any longer.
1: Alex, we heard uh, this morning from offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey, and I thought that, that when I asked you about your overreaction from week one of the preseason, I thought you would say what a lot of people were saying. You mentioned Andy Isabella. We heard a lot of people say, hey, why isn't Matt Barkley backing up Josh Allen, and not Kyle Allen? He looked better. What was, what was the takeaway from Dorsey's press conference today in terms of the backup quarterback competition?
2: Yeah, I think that's certainly an ongoing competition, and we'll see that play out over the final two preseason games. But I I think you have to temper what you saw from both quarterbacks in that first preseason game. You have to remember this is Kyle Allen's first opportunity uh, managing the offense, which is known as a very difficult offense to manage when you come into a new system and and try to get a grasp of it. So his first opportunity to do so, while Barkley – has been in this system for years, and he was going up against a little bit lesser competition than Allen faced during that game, and, and Barkley's been known to dominate some some third stringers and some guys who are, who are looking to make the practice squad. So I, I wouldn't necessarily look too heavily into what we saw last week. I'd, I'd wait till the preseason plays itself out, or at least the next game, to see what we see from these two guys before I hit the panic button in terms of, Kyle Allen maybe not having what it takes to back up Josh Allen, but judging based on what the coaches are saying, this is a true quarterback competition.
0: Which I, for, for, uh,
2: for the for for the number two job for I the
0: think. number two job, right? Yeah, and, then, and this is like uh, yeah yeah first world problems, I guess, in the NFL. Worried about the number two quarterback on this team, but you, you you look at what could be happening around the league and the speculation that all right, if the Niners end up do keeping Trey Lance or can't trade him, would they actually keep Sam Darnold and three quarterbacks and good? Here's my question here because I I my opinion Alex, I don't like the way the NFL is doing this now. I think if you're a player that's not going to make the team, like at least move on with your life, let somebody else pick you up right now. But the one cut, you know, 2 weeks from now, if there was one position that Brandon Bean would look at, whether that's middle linebacker, swing tackle, backup quarterback, maybe something else, what would be that one position you could see the Bills putting in some claims for? after the final cut down
2: day certainly middle linebacker i don't think they're happy with their depth there and i don't think they're happy with the two players that they thought may put a stranglehold on that job at this point you see the injury with bernard and i already mentioned Dotson earlier he just has not done enough to impress enough to claim that top job so i i think it would behoove them to look on the waiver wire to, to add at the middle linebacker position but also You mentioned quarterback, you mentioned offensive line. There's certainly no shortage of positions that they may look at at the waiver wire looking for those depth spots, but I think middle linebacker may be that that top spot to look at just based on how training camp has worked out and kind of where Dodson, Bernard, and Klein all sit within that competition.
1: What are you looking forward to most about Saturday's game against Pittsburgh, Alex?
2: Well, I think it's a QB2 competition. I, I tried not to overreact from game one and and really, I'm interested to see if Kyle Allen can respond and whether or not Matt Barkley can carry it forward and put together another near-flawless performance. I mean, he, he's truly shined against the Colts, and we'll see if he can do the same thing this week. Maybe we'll see them flip-flops rolls and see Barkley maybe get a chance against them uh, ahead of your competition. But we'll, we'll see how that plays out. That's something I'm interested to see and also interested to see if Josh Allen gets any time. I think – if he's going to get any time during the preseason, as Sean McDermott alluded to previously, I think it's got to come in game two.
0: Uh, in the AFC East, we had a couple signings uh, this week. Dalvin Cook landing with the Jets. Uh, Zeke Elliott now with the New England Patriots. Uh, does this alter the outlook for either team in your opinion, Alex?
2: Perhaps a bit in the Jets' circumstance with the injury to Brees Hall he's still working his way back I believe he was just activated off the pup list and practiced for the first time yesterday I believe perhaps the same day that they added Cook so kind of a coincidence there but I I think in that circumstance it certainly could help them if Hall has any trouble coming back from that injury and struggles to regain his footing entering week one then they have another quality option to go to but at the same time that wasn't a weak running back room to begin with. You have, uh, as I mentioned, Brees Hall. You have Michael Carter behind him, two quality running backs. You add Cook to that situation. It certainly doesn't make it any worse, but I'm not sure it really makes the Jets that significantly better. Uh, And people are talking a lot of the embarrassment of riches they have or the apparent embarrassment of riches that they have at the skill positions. I just don't see it that way. Beyond Garrett Wilson and the potential that Brees Hall has, although he is coming off that injury, I think there's a lot to fill in there for the Jets.
1: Alex, what are you working on for Bills Digest, the Batavia Daily News? We can continue to uh, pick up your coverage here of the Bills.
2: Yeah, you can check out the dailynewsonline.com. I have a story coming out later tonight about the young girl who is featured on the back of Josh's new uh, edition of Josh's Jacks. Hmm. Uh, Her name is Hannah. She's a strong young girl who's battled through leukemia. Uh, since uh, 2022, I believe, and she continues her recovery. So you can learn a little bit about what she's going through and a relationship she's built with the Bills quarterback. Also, we have updates uh, from practice today up there, and then Bills Digest first issue coming out before week one. So I'll be posting subscription links and news and notes regarding the first issue on my social media at Alex Brasky. Be sure to follow along the daily news and Bill's Digest.
0: Any any high school you're calling this this uh, year, Alex?
2: Oh, of course, of course. I just felt like I went a little bit long there, but I appreciate you <laughs> giving me the opportunity. I am in the midst of assembling our own stream schedule. Also hope to link up with our friends at Varsity Media Oof. and get out beyond our realm and, and call some games in the Rochester area. It's a fun time of year this football season.
1: Love it. Alex, we'll be seeing you out there. Appreciate all the time, and keep up the great work. Thanks, boys. You got it. Alex Brasky. Bills Digest TV Daily News giving us a little update there on the Buffalo Bills from practice today in Orchard Park. I love that perspective. Like Dotson, this ain't it. This this is not enough.
0: And I'm just wondering, is Brandon Bean actually working the phones here? Um Another story from practice today, apparently Dotson and and Dawkins getting into a heated exchange this uh, coming a day after uh, Dawkins uh, threw his helmet in practice, which that's never a good thing. Now, look, you can be you you could have temper in practice. I'm not saying that's the reason, but right now that position has been underwhelming. We'll put it that way
1: for sure. Uh, We'll get to some uh, news and notes from around the NFL, our little NFL whipper round. We'll serve up NFL appetizers in the sports bar next. You're welcome to join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub wingman line, 866-4FAN. Award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, GoodSmokeBBQ.com.
0: in is the audio platform with something for everyone.